Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Well, hello and hot diggity darn, little darlings. Welcome back to another Sunday edition of your favorite podcast in the whole of the world, Signal Fire. <laughs> I don't actually know if it's your favorite podcast. I'm actually guessing that it is not your favorite podcast because I suck at this and I don't even know if this is a podcast, but I'm going to say that and I'm going to own it and I'm going to think that it's real, even though it probably isn't. Anyways, happy Sunday. Welcome back. Another train crash of a of an introduction by yours truly. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling? How's everything going? Is everything going dandy or is it going not so dandy? You let me know. Ring in in the comments of your favorite place and let me know how you're feeling. Uh, we have a doozy today. Today's is called Of Our Time Left on this the 19th of February. 2023 which is weird it's almost over uh yeah as always there's a photo the photo with this one is the grave robbing headstone that is buried deep within sterling uh castle cemetery in scotland so if you're ever there find it show me your photo of this headstone and i will reward you with something i don't know what yet but you'll get a reward you can you can bank on that kids Anyway, uh, yeah, let's get into it. It's called Of Our Time Left, and it's about something interesting that I wanted to chat with you about. So I'll just let the, the signal fire do the chatting, and I won't bug your eardrums anymore with my nonsense. Uh, anyway, I hope you have a beautiful day. Give this a listen, uh, then go start a dialogue on it on tylernot.com. We can talk. We can chat about it. Here we go. Of our time left. I love you. Here we go. Swallow. A couple of days from now, it's my brother-in-law Patrick's birthday. Three, to be precise. And while you're probably scratching your head and wondering why you should be bothered to care about this, or why I am bringing it up at all, I'm going to explain. So pipe down. First, you should care, because I care. Because caring is awesome. And because anyone making it to their next birthday is rad. Also, because Pat is rad. The other also, the big reason I'm calling this out, is because Pat inspires me in a lot of ways, but one of which, and I'm going to risk embarrassing him and divulging this, is how he has responded to tragedy in his life, and how he inspires me to hopefully respond to any that come into my life with the same grace and strength. Yep, it's a little Pat ode today, as his birthday reminded me of his inspiration and the many different ways we human beings can respond to tragedies of any shape or size in our own lives. Let's get into it in a bit. But anyway, happy birthday, my brother. I do hope it's a dandy one. (sighs) There are truths unalienable and universal across this planet. Only a few that we know without debate will be shared. Chiefly among them, at the top of this list, will always be one, miles higher than the rest. 
We have all faced tragedy in our lives, and if we have not yet, we will. Man, just hitting you broadside with some altogether sour pills to swallow this year on the signal fire. But I promise, it is for a reason. All of this talk, all these things we're diving into, are not just to bum you out and drag you down. No, they are to show you how capable you are, and always have been, of building yourself back up. Seeing the truth laid bare is the only way to step into a better plane of existence that has been in us all this time. If only we bothered to pay closer attention. Tragedy has come before, and tragedy will come again, and it'll show up in all the times you're least prepared, and all the ways you don't plan for at all. It does this. It's a sneaky, tricky asshole of a thing, tragedy. Our fragile mortality means we're always on the very edge of dying. In fact, smart scientists went up went as far as to calculate the amount of dying you're dying, and they actually came up with a name for the unit, a micromort. A micromort, essentially, is a unit of risk that equates to a one in a one million chance of dying. Simply waking up and making your way through a day is worth 24 micromorts. Skydiving, oddly, is worth only eight. <laughs> Assuming a 1% mortality rate, getting COVID is worth an additional 10,000 micromorts. Oof. Sorry, I do get nerdy and I lose all track when I talk about science and such. But all of this is basically to say, tragedy, especially in the death sense, is looming and hunting us daily. We know this. We always know this. Yet we do all we can to force that truth out of our minds as often as possible. <clears throat> Doing this is survival, yes, but it's also something that leads us to being woefully underprepared when it finally knocks on our doors, when we are finally forced to answer. Tragedy did come to Pat, the aforementioned birthday boy brother-in-law extraordinaire, and the way he handled it made me realize that in truth, when all is broken down, we are given two options on how we proceed in the face of it. It can handcuff us to negativity and regret, or it can remind us of who we should be and how little time we all truly have left. The trick is, we get to decide, and no one tells you that. Obviously, in the immediate face of it, the aftermath that sees us still struggling to find solid ground, no one expects anyone else to choose the latter, not right away. Grief is the most natural and important response to tragedy, and trying to speed through it is a recipe for disaster. Our choice comes later, sometimes weeks, sometimes months, sometimes in the years that follow, but we're still forced to choose all the same. Like Gandalf said before me, so do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. That's the rub, the time given to us measured in memories and mistakes and micromorts and mundanity. It is still ours, though tragedy did its best to convince us otherwise. From the moment we are born, we are on the way out. We and every other we that we know. We're all slipping back into the brief pause between beginnings every moment we're alive. Sometimes others begin again before we're ready. Sometimes we lose things that cannot be replaced. Sometimes we fall down and what we once called bottom turned out to be nowhere close. It's here, right here, that we're called to action, and that action is choice. 
active, evolving, constant. We must choose to be reminded of who we should be and how little time there actually is to be it. We must grab hold of those that remain with all we have and show them every single moment how valued and cherished they are. We must choose over and over again to pick the lock on the handcuffs, the tragedy forced around our wrists, toss them aside and run like hell until we're sure we lost them, double-checking at every street corner until they are left fumbling for someone else. They'll find them. They always do. And I only wish enough of us choose, enough of us chose what we can choose, that they become a harmless ghost that haunts the background noise of our days, our weeks, our years. For all who have lost, I am sorry. I know what you know, maybe not precisely, but the broad strokes of it, and I am sorry. If you are struggling to choose the brighter path, reach out to someone, to anyone, to me, and ask for help. Turns out, making that choice is a hell of a lot easier when you're holding someone else's hand. The haiku for today. Handcuffed to regret, reminded of our time left. Only we can choose. All right, Pat, happy flippin' birthday. I hope it's amazing. I hope you're doing amazing. Uh, yeah, thank you for what you have taught me. I hope you know how much it means. And I love you. And for all of you listeners, have a rad week. And like always, I will see you next flippin' week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.